Jose, thank you so much for the time here. Uh, we've just finished day one of the Bloomberg Global Responsible Investment Forum. Uh, it's the inaugural uh, event uh, kicking off Sustainable Finance Week here in New York. Just to make sure that everyone's on the same page, we're talking about responsible investing. What does that mean? So, you know, there's a lot of acronyms in the space. When we think about responsible investing, it's usually in two areas. One is ESG, which is another acronym, yeah. uh, Environmental Sustainability and Governance Practices. And that's more on the line of driving engagement, trying to drive the right practices with our operators, with the assets that we own. We're a long-term investor, so the idea being you want to maintain the integrity of these assets you have if you plan on holding them for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Then there's also impact uh, investing. That's more driving a direct outcome, whether it's for a region, a specific asset class or society as a whole. Mm -hmm. An example there would be we invest in uh, affordable housing, we do micro, uh, microfinance and, and those sorts of things. Responsible investing, in a way, trying to boil it all down to, is trying to do good while also trying to make returns. When uh, you look at it through the lens of Nuveen, what is maybe one of the best performing vehicles that you want people to know about? Well, I mean, look, first I'd say, as it relates to Naveen, you know, we, we've been in this space for over, for over five decades. Yeah, yeah. And I think, Long time. you know, it's hard to pick one asset class that's done better than, than the next because, you know... I, sure, it depends on the time horizon as well. Depends on the time horizon. But I would say that there's two different things that people do around the space. One, mm -hmm. obviously, you have the product side where you're screening for social screen and people that specifically want to exclude a specific part of the asset. But on our end, it's really more around driving investment performance, right? So this mm -hmm. idea that, again, you want to maintain the integrity of that asset. We've seen real-life examples around Volkswagen, California fires with PG&E, yeah. Facebook with data privacy. These are all things that, when screened and put the right factors in place, can really kind of bring out and tell you how to drive uh, excess uh, return. Hmm. Uh, for our uh, uh, viewers across Asia-Pacific who are watching, what characterizes them right now? What's their appetites? You know, it's, it's still very much in its infancy from what I've seen. It is, but it is accelerating. I mean, I think across every single investor we meet, and that includes when we're, you know, we've got clients in Japan, Australia, China, um, across the board, the question is coming up around sustainability, around responsible investing. For sure, you've seen it really more further up the J curve in areas like Europe, mm -hmm. you're seeing it more in the U.S., but the dynamic is changing for two reasons. One, you're seeing the reality of climate change, um, other other environmental issues impacting assets, returns. Like I mentioned, the fires, mentioned you know the data privacy issues. Right. It's there in the forefront, so that question is coming up. The other piece is millennials. Today, millennials, you know, it's it's a client segment or a demographic that they care about hiring managers that share their own values as well. But they're not looking to give up returns. If you look at Asia around 35% of the net worth in Asia is mm -hmm. transferring over to millennials in the next five to seven years. That's a dem demographic that really cares about these issues. So again, yes, in some areas it's more nascent, but what I'm seeing is a much, much more acceleration around these issues. Uh, with millennials, that's such an interesting generational topic, obviously. Do you have any forecasts for when there might be this uh, inflection point where they really take control of investments uh, in, into responsible investing? You know, it's very hard to very hard to tell. But again, what I'm seeing is, you know, you hear the, again that five to seven year window. Mm. The reality is, I would shorten that by three to five years, only because again, what we're seeing today, and it might even be a request for information on a money market fund. And again, the questions still come in around what are we doing around responsible investing, ESG issues um, around those mandates, and what we're doing as a firm. So again, 
the forecast out there three to five, seven years, I'd be on the shorter end of that. Mm. How about a shorter term in terms of 90 days? I bring this up because you come to us uh, on the day that markets are moving uh, because of the trade truce between China and uh, the United States, Xi Jinping and Donald Trump, uh, saying that, listen, over the next 90 days, we're not going to uh, raise any new tariffs. How is that impacting your portfolio, if at all? Well, the reality is we have to we have to live with volatility now, right? We entered 2018 a very kind of more benign environment that click, click, quickly turned on us. And a lot of it is coming from uncertainties, coming from geopolitical risks mm-hmm. uh, that are out there. And now, as we go into as we go into 2019, I think there's going to be more of the same, right? I mean, it's, it was great news with stocks rallied because of the sentiment of we're willing to have an engagement, a discussion right. around trade and not go into a full-out trade war, which would obviously be devastating for markets. So this is a positive to- uh, tone. Yet, look, going into 2019, there's still a lot of uncertainties. What are we really talking about in trade? Is this about intellectual property, cybersecurity? Is, is, is that on the table? Is it about removing tariffs altogether, alt- mm-hmm. uh, where it was probably where China's coming from? Or is it more around you know, reducing the trade imbalance? So again, we're going to continue to see uncertainty. But I think for active managers, that's, I think there's, it's an attractive environment going in because it really drives some fundamental investing. And we don't see a recession coming into 2019. We mm-hmm. still see, while things, market conditions are getting tighter, you are seeing slower growth, we still see a generally healthy environment. And it, strong fundamental analysis, stock selection is really going to prove out, we believe, in, in 2019. How about 2020 for a recession? So, I, I, you know, it's, people talk about recessions and, you know, we've been conditioned around these bubble environments and what we've had in the last, call it, 10 or so years um, or, or, or even further beyond that. The reality is I don't think recessions work that way. So what you could see is the fact that, you know, today assets are a lot more cheaper than they were at the beginning of the year. Right. You mm-hmm. could see us kind of flying that plane somewhat close to the ground but, but leveling out. What would really drive us more into a recessionary environment going out to 2020 and beyond would be, again, do we get some of these policy mistakes hmm. wrong? Like what happens in terms of r- rates continuing to rise, uh, trade wars, unemployment, inflation? Right now, uh, the tools seem to be working. Uh, last question. We talked about growth versus defensive. You were talking about defensive growth uh, in terms of what investors might want to consider moving into 2019. A little more detail on that? Sure. And again, that's our view of, again, we don't think it's the right time to go to cash or get completely defensive in your portfolios, yet our portfolio managers across the board are protecting their downside more, right? And going in, if, it, if, it's, if you're growth-oriented investors, maybe moving away from pure tech stocks and moving more into Healthcare. Mm-hmm. It might be going into consumer staples. Again, some of these firms that still have a high growth trajectory, but act more defensive relative to, call it your FANG stocks today. All right. Great stuff. Jose Manaya taking a look at the markets as well as, of course, a responsible investing. Thank you very much. Thank you.